the wine and shiny palooza. Have some wine and join us on the Winey Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Winey Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday, Ella. Thank you. No need to whine, it's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green family. Shout out chicken eggnog seltzer. Okay, so. You gotta go that way. Come on down. Careful. Over. 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 So, I, one of my favorite things is to go to Wegmans and see what kind of new seltzers they have. That's not true. Anything new is her favorite thing. This is anything eggnog, new. Eggnog seltzer. Merry Christmas. New flavors of M. How many of those have you had? New flavors <laughs> of M and M. New flavors of candy bars. All you have to do is put the word "new" on any product, and she will buy it. It's. Um, I had two sips, and I. I never. I. I usually just have a few sips. I did just have two sips. I just opened it. Will you Very stop? Good. You're just upset that I like eggnog. <laughs> I'm upset that you like Christmas. I like Christmas movies. I like eggnog. I like Christmas trees. They're pretty and sparkly. No, you're never getting a Christmas tree. Christmas trees are pretty. Okay. Out, out of somebody else's house. We're totally off topic. Um, weigh in. I'm allowed to like Christmas and think it's fun, even though I'm Jewish, correct? Seth? No. Don't be the Grinch. <laughs> I stole Christmas from the Jewish household that I can't steal it from. <laughs> Tell him about no, the ornament tree. No. no, no, no. There will be no fir trees in our house. She didn't buy me a fir tree. She bought me this metal stand that is beautiful that I can hang my ornaments from. We don't have any ornaments. I we're do. Jewish. I do have pretty what ornaments. Ornament? No. People we're... give me ornaments. Well, what's wrong with them? They're pretty. Okay, can we do the topic? Sure. You're off to the races about well, Christmas. You were going off. Why about don't you now? just stop resisting and accept that I'm Jewish through and through? Hi, Tayton. Hi, Jamie. I'm Jewish, but I think Christmas is fun and I like sparkly trees. <laughs> Maybe I should have this outfit. Here, I'll pass it no, to you. No, it's okay. Okay, so uh, there's going to be. Lots of talking about teenagers because I have one and I'm about to have another one. And <laughs> Tayton saw a margarita ornament uh, for a non-existent Bring on the ornaments. No, I hang them all no. over my house and I think they're beautiful. 
So stop it. So stop resisting. Not, 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 not I can be Jewish ball. and like ornaments. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think there's something in the bylaws. Was, you didn't have that in our ketubah? I'm going to go check. So I this blog is inspired. Well, I wrote a blog that was posted this morning. It was inspired by Halloween. And it's my tips for raising a teenager. And there is no way that I could give you all my tips because like four pages in, I was like, I'm done. I, I'm not going to overwhelm you and we'll talk about stuff through the years of how we're all raising kids, tweens, teenagers. So share your tips for raising teenagers and I will share some of mine from, yes. ex, from experience parenting and from what I was taught working. As a social worker. As a social worker. So Halloween inspired this because... It can be stressful trying to make plans for all of your children. Do you feel this way? Do you feel like, I mean, some of your kids are off making their own plans and kudos to them. Yeah. And, anyway. you know, Lily's good at that. <laughs> the nine-year-old is good at that. So Halloween was coming and I was like, oh, I want to make sure all my kids are happy. We don't have to always have our kids be happy. True. But on Halloween... It just felt more special and I wanted them all to do something. Now, mind you, teens are unpredictable. One year, Max might say, I really don't wanna do anything. I'm gonna chill and play computer games. And one year, he's he's telling me last minute to get him a costume and that he's going trick-or-treating. Was, was that the, that was like the day before? So this year I was like, listen, buddy, I am not shopping for your costume on the 30th or the 31st. If you want a costume, let's talk about it now. And let's make plans now so that you're not making plans the day of Halloween. So he did make plans. He did not include everybody that I encouraged him to include, but at least I got him to text back. Grandparents, if you watch this, uh, friends of Max, if you watch this, I am trying to teach him to text back. It <laughs> text etiquette. I'm trying to teach him etiquette. So anyways, Max made plans. Um, Ella is not Lily. Ella doesn't want 50 friends to hang out with. Every kid is different. Every kid has their own needs. Ella wanted a friend to trick or treat with. Ella had a fabulous time, requested not to go with her sister. And all of her crazy friends. And Seth took them out. Yes, I took Ella and her friend and the dog trick or treating. And we had families over that we see every Halloween. And it, it, I had a good time. Did you have a good time? Yes. Um, did everyone else have a good time on Halloween? Was your Halloween fun? Did you enjoy it? So I was thinking about how unpredictable teen, teens are. I was thinking about how this is totally out of order. Whatever. Just go with it. <laughs> you messed up your stack. I messed up my stack. So what does each child need? Max has requested time and time again for me to be calm and casual. He is an introvert. He is a low-key, chill kid. Uh, if you know me at all, you know none of those words describe me. Appreciate <laughs> you, your honesty. You picked me. I did. So I wasn't surprised. You probably know that I'm loud. I got yelled at at Seth's office today. <laughs> Not by me. We're going to have to talk to that person about that. Um, I am loud and I feel big feelings. 
And I know that it can be overwhelming to him, to Max. So I really try to give him what he needs. It doesn't mean that I'm not my real authentic self with him sometimes. And he looks at me like I'm crazy. And I get much better results with him if I can keep myself calm and cool. Yes. When he told me something recently and I was calm about it, he looked at me and he said, man, you have changed. Wow. You'll have to tell me later what that was. <laughs> However, I am consciously working on it because I know that's what he wants from me. So what does your kid need from you? <laughs> calm and casual, Seth. How do you think I do with that? I, I think Seth. I think the Emmy goes too. I think Seth is really good at that. Yes. You are calm, cool, and collected. Independence. So as the mother who wants to swoop in and do everything for my children, I know that that's doing them a disservice. Another thing that I'm not natural at, but that I'm consciously working at is that I know that the more my kids do things for themselves, the more confidence they gain. I know that my ultimate goal is for them to be independent, successful, healthy adults. So in order for them to achieve that, we have to teach them things. So when Max wants to cook something, I try to just step back and let him do it even when he screws it up. <laughs> when Lily wants to do things for herself that takes too long, I try to calm myself and walk away because I know she wants to do it herself. So fostering independence. Our teenagers need to feel more independent. Which is why dads are always the favorite of teens, way calmer and cooler than moms. He definitely is chill and I'm emotional and emotional is not always a good combination for a teenager. Emotional was good when they were babies and they wanted me to make them laugh and giggle and give them lots of kisses. <laughs> but now that he's a teenager and Ella's entering that zone, I'm trying Tayton. I think that I'm succeeding some of the time. They still need me. I know that they need me differently. I'm also aware of the fact that they still need me. And when I was working, the research data that I learned is that the hours that the kids get in the most trouble is between 3 and 5 p.m. because parents tend to still be at work. So I knew that they needed me as as little babies, but now that they're teenagers, I know that they still need me and they need me to watch them and they need me to be around and make sure that they're doing what they need to do. They get where they need to get. They're being monitored and they need me differently. I didn't expect to be needed so much at this age. And I realized the other day that a mother said to me, I feel like I'm needed more now than I was when they were a baby. And I was and I was like, that is really interesting. They need us differently. Yes, definitely different. <clears throat> definitely need us, definitely need us differently. And I remind myself that I'm 45 and I still need my mom. So that's helpful to me consciously to, hope, know, to know that that when they're 45, they're still gonna need me. Yes. Be open and honest. I tell my children all the time that I'm an open book. I think the most important thing for me is for them to know that no topic is off limits. 
that we can talk about anything. We can talk about drugs, alcohol, sex. What else is religion, religion, politics, vaccines. Like I'll talk to them about whatever they want to talk to. We don't have to agree with each other and we can look into it more, whatever the topic is. And um, if they ask me questions, I'm honest with them. And I want them to know, don't you make a silly comment. What? I want them to know that I was not perfect. And <laughs> I didn't even know what you were going to say. You jumped and you, I had no clue where because, you were going. Because you always say that I think that I was a perfect kid. I wasn't going to say a word. I didn't even know where you were going with this. Seth T. reactive and defensive <laughs> and I didn't even come at a crime yet. I'm, I, I'm. Relax, just calm and chill, remember? I'm blocking the making fun of me. I wasn't gonna. Thank you. I didn't even know what you were talking about. Thank you for not making fun of me. You're but I know that I wasn't a perfect teenager and I wasn't a perfect kid. So when they ask me about stuff, I'm honest with them. Tayton, he tends to tell me that I think that I was a perfect kid. So I, I, I want Seth to know, and I tell him this all the time, that I do not think that I was a perfect kid. So I will try to give you more proof to make you realize that is not true. Okay. <laughs> Something's happening here that I'm not aware of. She's in a whole different conversation than I am, but okay. Oh, you're acting clueless. A little bit. You make fun of me. Not right now. What do they need? What do they need? That is the question yes. that I ask myself daily. What do my kids need? Because as I told you, they all need something different from me. And I and I look at them and I observe them and I'm like, are they eating? Are they eating healthy? Are they sleeping? Are they seeming happy? Um, that's don't read that, Seth, because that's next. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So there's two tips coming up, Tayton, that go with that. Number one is know when to back off. So I will ask them questions and keep the lines of communication open and want to talk to them. And sometimes they don't want me to talk to them. And sometimes I know from, I'm very good on cues, social cues, verbal cues, nonverbal cues. I really read the room and I know when I need to back off with my kids, which leads me to what Tayton is saying that they need alone time. And Tayton says to give them space, but not too much, which is absolutely correct. So they need alone time. And I think back, I really try to remember, like put yourself back to being a teenager and remember what you were like, especially when your teenager is bugging you. And I think about how much time I spent in my room alone. And I needed that time to be by myself. So I remind myself of that, that they really want time to themselves. And I even said to Ella the other day, you seem to need alone time. And she said, yes. (laughs) She needs to decompress. She needs to not be with people. She needs to not be with her sister. She needs to not be at school or theater. She needs alone time. Max sometimes will be in his room so much that I will say, I need you to come downstairs. I need to see your face. So Tayton says we need to give them space, but we also want to make sure that we're also around them sometimes. Space and, and connection. <laughs> we want to keep the lines of communication open and we want to make sure that we're talking to them every day. And it doesn't, 
it's not going to be the in-depth conversations that we want, but oh. <laughs> might get a grunt. <laughs> okay. So this goes to invest and listen to your kids. So one of the things that I have talked about before is it could be 11 PM at night. I could be falling asleep and exhausted and Max will decide that that is the moment yeah, that he wants to have a serious conversation with us. And I realize that I need to take it when I can get it. And I feel like teenagers are cats. Yes, and good analogy. We have talked about this before. I think that my book club has talked about this before, that teenagers are cats. And a cat does not always want attention. And it's almost like, when does the cat come to you? So when my kids come to me and they want to talk to me, even if it's at 11 o'clock at night, I try to listen and show them that they're important to me and that I want to hear what they are going to say. Were you going to say something? Well, if cats are teenagers, then doesn't Jamie have like 12 teenagers? <sighs> Jamie has a lot <laughs> of teenagers. <laughs> Between the cats and the kids in her house. So we cannot ever, ever forget the importance of their peer influence and only 10. And Sorry, Jamie. I was off by two. And I'm telling you I this. I haven't met them all. I'm telling you this because peer influence is the biggest predictor of your child's behavior. So if your kid's friends are vaping, smoking, drinking, having sex, skipping school, failing school, what else, Seth? That, that was a, a list. Stealing. I'm thinking We're of going all through every teenage crime. Like, <laughs> well, I I worked with these kids. <laughs> right. I didn't know. Okay, then. Substance abuse. Like I, there was like so many I issues. Think you cover the greatest hits. So the biggest thing that we would tackle as a social worker is who are they hanging out with? Because if you can get them in with pro-social peers, and the best way to do that is through activities. Um, although I did just hear about a team. That is vaping. So those are the wrong <laughs> anti-social peers. So I just want us to remember that we want to try to steer our kids towards pro-social peers, and that means good influence peers. Who I try to notice, like what are the, what are their friends saying? What are they doing? How do they feel about school? Um, it's some. It's hard to find friends who maybe have the same values as you. So I think it's good to teach that to our children that, you know, is school important to their friends? Um, I don't want them to say things like, you know, well, I'm passing. I was like, really? I'm passing? Is that the goal? Is that the goal? Because <laughs> that's not my goal. <laughs> so we will always have boundaries, limits, expectations, and our kids should be able to tell us what we expect from them. So, you know, I will say, you know, I want you to go to bed to Max, but I don't necessarily enforce it. He knows that I expect him to go to sleep, but he also knows that I'm going to go to sleep and not enforce that. So that's not enforcing an expectation. However, I have also noticed with him that if he puts himself to bed too late and is too tired the next day, he learns from natural consequences and goes to bed earlier. It's a self-correcting mechanism. <laughs> Which is not always the case. Kids do not always do that. But do they know what time you want them home? Do they know that I want them to come and eat dinner with me? 
Um, you know, every so often, can we have a family dinner? Do you have to like eat away from the family? So we want them to know what we expect from them. And Max will say to me, if you tell me what you want, I can give it to you. And I had this flash of him telling that to his wife. Can't you just picture that? Just tell me what yes. you want and I'll do it. Yeah, see that whole expectations. <laughs> the best advice that I have ever get, been given in my life. It's a good podcast question. I use that podcast question. Um, that is my favorite podcast question, by the way. My favorite advice that I have ever been given is to not take things personally. And I'm not going to tell you that I've never cried. I went to play. <laughs> about, I mean, about our kids' behavior. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, that was, I, I've shed tears about that. So I was going to post the other day that I'm parenting Mr. Aloof, Miss Moody, <laughs> And Miss Sassy Pants. Oh, my God. That's that, the name of a trio. Right? That that's was what I was going to post the other day. And it was one of those days where I felt like I was just going to cry because Max was in his aloof mood that pushes my buttons, but I back off. You're learning. And then he comes back. So when your kid is wait aloof, for to come out of the shell. wait for the cat to come. Wait for the cat, yeah. So when your kid is aloof, that is not your opportunity to... Be on top of them. That is that is a sign to you that they need some space. So I gave him his space and he came back. It all depends on his mood. He could be very chatty. Yep. A lot of the times he doesn't want questions. Some of the times he's very talkative. You never know. Ella is moody. <laughs> and my sweet, easy child can be very moody these days, which is okay. Ella, I know you're probably listening. It's okay. And Miss Sassy Pants has her sassy moments that make me want to cry. So it's not easy. It is. I I never claim to know any everything. I never claim to say it's easy. But I I every single day challenge myself to learn and do better. And it's not always about me. I'm me. <laughs> I'm knee deep and aloof and moody over here. I mean, so we're not alone. Right? We are not alone. We are all going through it. And, you know, every day I'm like, what do they need? If it's not about me, you know, if I am get into myself and feeling, you know, sorry for myself that someone's being moody or aloof or whatever, that's not very helpful. doesn't really get me anywhere. But if I sit back and say, okay, what do they need? They seem to need some space right now. So I'm going to give them some space. So it's just like, read the room. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Try to read the room. Um, anything that you want to add that I forgot? It's an emotional roller coaster. Oh, that's a good way to explain it. You know, there are definitely days where I am like, this is so rewarding and wonderful. And there are days when Seth comes home and I'm like, can I go upstairs and hide? <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> so I would love to hear if any of these tips resonated with you. I would love to hear what your tips are for us because I'm sure every single one of you has a tip to share. Uh, I would like to tell you that my Whiny Plus a Mom group is doing a November thankful challenge. And 
Every comment gets entered to win prizes. I have the best time delivering prizes or mailing prizes if you're out of town. I, I believe I'm going to do gift cards this month and I'm always welcome to hearing how I can support your business. I'm happy to give away prizes that support your business or to hear from you about what you would love to win. And there's a new podcast this Friday and oh, Tate and I didn't look at which one it is, but that's okay. <laughs> Tate is my wonderful producer. And what else do we want to share, Seth? Anything else? The if app. you haven't gotten the app yet, please go to whinypalooza.passion.io. It is a web-based app. You get it from the website. And we're just waiting for a couple more rounds of feedback. And then we will submit to Apple and Google so it can be a physical iPhone and Android app. If you have gotten it and checked us. it out, will yes. you tell us what you think? You would I love would, some feedback. would love to hear. Be gentle. It is my first app. Ella and Lily. Ella or Lily, come on down. Lots of great tips and things to think about. Nice to be reminded that we're all going through the same thing. Amen, Tate. You step over the Why cord. are you going the wrong way? Come or, on, come on. They're waiting for you. You're, she she marches to her own drum, and rushing Lily is like well. um, cleaning oh, Oreos yes. out of your teeth. It's like, where did you get cream oh, Oreos out of your teeth? It was my ring. Prizes. Jamie likes prizes. Uh, Jamie, what do you want to win? Pop. Another cat. No, pop it. Okay. Pop it. They don't want to win pop it, honey. They would, give them a pop it. They would probably give them a pop it. That's we did nice Bath and Body Works lotion and um, what, uh, soap. You're looking lotion. at me like I remember. I lotion and soap. I just pay for it. Um, that was last month. Oh, giveaway VIP. VIP Bella Kids tickets. Okay, so Jamie is helping to run the Bella Kids sale, which the VIP sale starts tomorrow night. That is, like, if you are a VIP, you get first look and get first in before dibs. everybody else. So if you want a friend. VIP pass, I believe Jamie has two for you. So please tell us ASAP if you would like one. And the sale goes all weekend, and you can go to um, Facebook and look up the Bella Kids sale for more information. If you're local. You can also go on the Winey Clues and Mom group because she's posting there. So I'm sure it will be a super successful sale, Jamie. Lily, take us out. Thank you for watching Winey Clues on Wednesday with the Green Family. Chat chat again. Five more minutes. <laughs> she wants five more minutes. <laughs> Have a great Good week. Time. Bye, everybody. People go to bed. <laughs> Love you. Love you, too. Bye, Jamie. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.